Nell had been married to Ben for five years. Not long, but long enough for her to have had two children and to have found out that her husband was of a cautious turn of mind. So cautious that last Christmas she decided not to tell him that they were going home to her mother's house in Yorkshire until a couple of weeks beforehand. In the lounge of their heavily mortgaged little semi, he had eyed her malevolently over the top half of his evening paper. Out of the question, Eleanor, he had said. He called her Nell, usually, only Eleanor when he was trying to show her that he meant what he said. Very much to her surprise, she'd felt tears prick behind her eyelids. Normally she was the type of person who only cried at weddings and school nativity plays, but now big, unwanted tears swam across her vision. She sucked them back as far as she could make them go, knowing that tears were wasted on Ben. Turn off that tap, she'd heard him command their eldest son, Benji, when he'd fallen down and filled his kneecap with gravel. Big boys don't cry, she'd heard him coldly inform their youngest son, Angus, when he'd fallen from his high chair and raised a many-shaded bruise on his rounded forehead. And the surprising thing was, his methods worked, too. However, she tried again, a great surge of sentimentality welling up somewhere near the region of her heart. "'But everyone goes home for Christmas,' she said. "'Why?' asked Ben. There was a lump in her throat as big as an egg, a hard-boiled egg at that. "'Because it's the season of goodwill, and snow, and robins, and everything, because it's the time for family reunions, and because I want to go,' she finished lamely. Ben tapped out his pipe, adjusted his reading glasses, and fixed her with a look of sweet reasonableness. Her hopes zoomed to zero. She knew from experience that when Ben started being reasonable, she'd lost the argument before it had properly begun. We are a family, he stated now. You, me, Benji, and Angus. Okay? She nodded. After all, he was right so far. His smile was gentle and his voice soft with understanding. Your mother has your father, your sister Lucinda, your sister Jennifer, and your brother Robert, all living at home. A family, complete, all together, right? But be- And furthermore, he was well into his stride now, like a sarcastic teacher, explaining a geometry theorem to a rather stupid pupil. Anyone, he said emphatically, who travels at Christmas, and especially anyone who exposes a car like ours to the rigours of the M1, must need his head examining. But the car passed its test, she said quickly. He chose to ignore her. And the weather. What else can you expect at this time of the year but snow and ice up north? Especially up north. We would only be going as far as Yorkshire, not penetrating the Arctic Circle, she reminded him, though gently. He rustled his paper into shape again and disappeared behind it. We are staying at home, and that's definite, he finished. Nell only just resisted a childish urge to stamp her foot. She wished that she'd been the type who threw things or swore or even shouted mild abuse. Instead, she went through into the kitchen and switched on the electric kettle. Then, waiting for it to boil, she brooded about snow and robins and holly, and her mother watching them all gathered together, singing carols round the Christmas tree. She could see her quite clearly, her grey curls fluffed into a silvery halo by the light of the candles, and her plump, unlined face, shiny with happiness. Just because Ben had no parents, she told a cream cracker, 
buttering it furiously. Just because he hadn't a single unselfish streak in the whole of his body, he was quite content to deprive the children of their grandparents at Christmas. And vice versa, of course. She allowed a tear to slide down her cheek, and left it there when she carried in the tray. But he remained totally unmoved, even when she borrowed his handkerchief to wipe the tear away. For a whole week, and part of the next week, he told her every single day exactly what would happen if they were such fools, such utter fools, as to leave their own snug little house at Christmas. For a whole week, and part of the next week, she appealed to his better nature. Then, with just three days to go, she came to the reluctant conclusion that, as better natures went, she had married a man who didn't possess even the semblance of one.